And so when we did it, I like cut the cake, start pulling the knife out, and there was no crumbs on the knife. So that I is... was just like, "What? <laughs> I can't tell what what." And then, <laughs> and then Ailey had popped the bullet of the balloon, and finally, like some of the streamers like come into my vision of sight, and then I realise what we are having. And we're having a little. Hi, I'm Haley, and I'm Fiona, and welcome, welcome to, to What the IVF. Today we are going to be doing a little update on how we are travelling with little one in the oven, your first few months of pregnancy and all the fun, weird and wonderful things all that weird have things. happened and we'll be doing a little gender reveal which is exciting. Yay. Yay. What's inside? <laughs> <laughs> is it a boy? Is it a girl? Is it a... An animal. <laughs> that would be strange. Uh, and we'll be answering all your questions. We put out a little call on the on the gram recently to And see. thank you. So many responses, so many questions. We hope we'll get through most of them, but Yeah, we hope we have the answers, but probably won't, but we'll do our best. <laughs> I think we probably won't for many of them, but we will do our best. Yeah. Oh dear. But uh firstly, how are you feeling, my love? We have hit the what are we, four four months now? Yes, 16, we're 16 four months, weeks. Sixteen weeks. Very exciting. We actually had our our little um appointment the other day. It wasn't the the scam where you get the three D is it it was just a little you know, check up check with up the, with the, the obstetrician. obstetrician. She is happy with how everything happy is happening. tracking. Yeah. I, I had a few questions for her. I've been getting some pretty severe headaches, feeling like I have been on the margs all day. But obviously it's so funny because I'm the one that will go out and have a few yeah. drinks. It seems to be every time you drink, I then maybe it's like sympathy hangover. Have the consequences <laughs> of it. It's insane. We went to Mudgee and I was the one waking up with the hangovers. Like I felt makes fine. No sense. Do you know what I think it is though? I I feel like it might be lack of sleep because it's just like whenever we have a late night, that's when I seem to wake up pretty like with these pretty severe. tired. And then so I was taking some. I was trying not to take too much Panadol, um, but I did occasionally. And then Haley told, sent me an article the other day saying that. Panadol causes ADHD. So okay. I had a panic attack Look, going, oh, my gosh, I've given our child ADHD. This is just what happens when you work in a newsroom. I see articles day in, day out on all kinds of things and this one popped up and I was like, crap, okay, we've given our child ADHD in the first four <laughs> well, months Well, I of actually have ADHD so it's got a pretty high likelihood it's going to Well, judging it. by I think we, we've already posted a little uh, like thing of a little, what's it called, scan of MB yeah, and – very active. Like very active, yeah. You know, very active child in there, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this this is just a, a look into the future of what's to come. And I was like, oh my goodness. But on speaking to the obstetrician, she assured me that Panadol's fine. Don't suffer through it. She said she's got people that take Panadol every day of the pregnancy, so it must I'm, be a very common thing. The headaches. Yeah, well, it is a, a symptom of pregnancy. And then another thing I had to talk to her about. I've been getting like. Because uh, all your ligaments loosen up, I've been getting <laughs> this, is, this is so I'm probably sexy. oversharing um, pain in my nether regions when I've been sitting down for a long time, like a lot of pressure and just. Which I li- when you told me about this, I was like, um, I'm pretty sure that is just a sign of you being pregnant. <laughs> like you don't need to ask the obstetrician. Oh, why do I feel so much pressure down there? Yeah, but it's like quite painful anyway she was like okay so uh we just need to monitor that and probably with my the training that I'm doing I'm back like at these little pregnancy boot camps and stuff 
to possibly don't do things that put a lot of pressure down there. So I've got to refrain from doing squats and everyone's all that different. Kind of stuff. Though. This is just for you. This is like just everyone, for me. There's yeah. like I've got. I mean, PC, I go to a different gym and I've got a chick there who's. Oh, everyone at know, my gym is pregnant and they were all doing everything. But I am like backflips and she, she and was like, just, we don't want you having a prolapse before. The- we give birth. I was like, I will do everything in my power to prevent myself Speaking having a prolapse. Speaking of the, so. your nether region, you recently purchased a product online. Do oh, you I want did. to tell everybody what that was? So, That's fine so I'm delivery. kind of just, you know, if someone recommends something t- towards the birth or the baby, I'm like straight online, pretty much buying it, you know, as you do. And my hairdresser told me about this thing. And What's it called? It's called an Epino. An and epi no. An epi And it's German. I'm pretty sure it's All German. All the way from – so it's you got it from yeah, – I ordered it from Germany. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I got home. She told me about it and she basically was like, this thing changed my life. It basically – it's to help you not tear when you give birth. So it's to, it, this thing you use to stretch your nether regions. <laughs> um, and and I was like – years that I think I'd be – this this thing is just – it's not it's not the sex toy I thought was arriving. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> well, I got home and I ordered it straight away and it arrived like quite quickly soon afterwards and arrived and I'm like, right, dear, straight like I unboxed it in the bedroom. Like, so she's like, what is this? What, it's okay. Let, let me try and describe what it looks like. So, you know, when you go to the doctor to get your blood pressure taken, it's one of those things, but... With a balloon. With a balloon on one end, which is like the... <laughs> thing that I squeeze to pump up and then the other side is like what like a sort of um a moon like a what's it called an hourglass balloon which goes into feet and I then (laughs) pump this thing up and it like gradually stretches Stretches. feet so I was like I, I was like Oh, I was like, let's do this. Producer Sam's face. I know. Hilarious. He's dead. <laughs> Haley's like, babe, it's too soon to be doing this. You'll end up oh, yeah. with like I'll everything say, just falling out. I said literally if I start doing it now, you'll sneeze and the child will come out. <laughs> and then I did a bit of research and re- actually read the pamphlet that came with it. It came in several languages. It does say not to do it until like three weeks before you do. So Thank Goodness, putting the brakes on with the old Epino. It the got Epino put back in the box back for in now. The box. I love that also I will note Fee also looked up where to buy it and saw that there was one for sale on eBay secondhand and she said that she contemplated it and I'm like. I did not. I said I was, I was like, like shocked that that's even legal because it's been. Who sells a secondhand vagina it pump up? specifically said. Vagina on, expander or whatever it is. It specifically said on the instructions that you not to share it between other women <laughs> someone's like, gone and someone's like stuff that i'm just gonna sell it 100 dollars. thank oh you very much <laughs> i was like it was still pretty some- expensive i was <laughs> like why would anyone pay that amount uh, you reckon there's some sicker out there he's probably like oh yeah i'll take that <laughs> speaking of uh the bedroom as well i <laughs> oh, this will, what, what direction are you what are you about to say no i was gonna say another thing that i'm experiencing is like i'm you know i've obviously gained a bit of weight, I'm getting a tummy, but I just cannot seem to wear any underpants that don't come up past my underarms pretty much, would you yeah, say? Yeah, it's something – there's something special. I would say well, it's almost like, you know, you've got full brief. I would say there's a full body underpants. <laughs> well, <laughs> the problem is like all my other underpants – and I look, I need to just go out and buy some new underpants. Obviously, I'm aware of that. I just – have this something in me that is just so reluctant so to I'm go like, and buy just go get 
bigger underpants. <laughs> I just don't it's want really to. Simple. But the other day we were going out to a concert and I had my normal underpants on and they were so tight. They were digging into me. And I was like, I went to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to like stretch them a bit to like crack. You know how you like can stretch to them? them. To just to stretch the elastic a bit. Just to crack it or something. Crack it. It's maybe well, you, like you can cardboard. Crack, you can cardboard knickers. <laughs> you know when you like pull it and it goes crack, crack, crack. Anyway, no. I attempted that and then they like ripped all the way down my front <laughs> and I was already out. It was and like so, you were wearing a backwards like jock strap. <laughs> so I, I think that's the way to keep wearing them. They were and basically I just like literally <laughs> walking out and they were just falling down. <laughs> it was so. It was, I was so like, bad. Hayley, this is not good. I, I was like, you showed me. Far. I was like, for the love of God, just go get some maternity knickers or something. <laughs> I don't care. But walking around with your, you know, hoo-ha, hanging out, just there in all its glory with <laughs> thinking that your underpants are still holding stuff in. Uh, uh, yeah. You are a real treat. I know. Yeah. But that my boobs are getting so big, I can't. I really struggle to wear underwire It's not as such well. a bad thing. I love them. You do. I just it's 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 a lot. Like I can't even lie lie on my side properly. Oh, and yeah, that's another thing in the bedroom. <laughs> Our bed has become a menagerie of pillows. Yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's a like lot. one that looks like an octopus. Well, so this thing you ordered one online the other day. Mm. I'll put the video up. I took a video. It's I know oh. you, you're going to tell me not to do it, but I, I'm so glad I took a video because this thing. <laughs> so it's like it looks like a basically like someone's legs with like the bottom half of like a body a, a body it's the size of feet it's huge so <laughs> there is no room for me in the bed when we have a king size bed there's plenty of room oh, and i now I have know. several other when pillows when i put it up on the ground people will understand my pain because i when you pulled this thing out of the box and i was like oh it doesn't look that big it's in the box and then this thing just came out and just kept it was like mary poppins pillow it just like kept on coming out it actually out. I made it give birth to me. It was quite funny. It was such a weird pillow. Anyway, that's joined us in our that's bed. That's joined us. And I was just gifted a pillow. Um, I'll be trialling that shortly. Another pillow. Yeah. Excellent. We'll be seeing that in bed soon. Excellent. Yes. It's all happening for us. We're really selling the pregnancy thing. <laughs> but we are, look, we're, we are thrilled to to be here and to be at 16 weeks and, and still going strong you know yeah. and I actually was um I was talking to mum about it the other day when we were on our walk because I said oh we had an obstetrician appointment today you know 16 weeks I'm you know and she was like oh how's it all going like how do you feel when you go into those appointments and I was like you know what I still feel sick like Same. with nerves I feel sick every single time and um you know I can't explain how like you know I'm so every time we see little MB up on the screen it is the biggest relief to yeah. know that you know, MB is doing well and MB's the heartbeat, along, and the heartbeat, everything. It's just there's I, always that feeling. Yeah, that and I, I said that to mum, and she was like, you know, it's kind of preparing you for life with a child because you never stop worrying. You never, oh, you that's never. So, oh, and I was like, wait, good. so this this whole feeling this continues? <laughs> she was like, well, obviously not as dramatic, but she was like, it's almost kind of. It's interesting because she said that it sort of prepares you for life. You're always worrying about mm. your children. She's like, you know, when you went overseas to Europe for six months, I was, you know, worried sick every single day. Aww. And I was like, I, you know what? Giving now, us words of wisdom. now reflecting back on my six months of Europe, I would be worried. 
<laughs> Our child is not going it's, to Europe. We're never going to Europe. I mean, I went to France and lived there for a year when I was like 16. Oh, so no. I would never let my child do that after <laughs> what I did. We'll lock our child in a cage at the, after our life experiences. But it was really interesting. And like, it's true. I feel like at every appointment, I'm still going to feel that fear. Yeah. Um, and it's just unfortunately one of those things you just you just forever hoping that yeah your little one's gonna be nice and safe in there which little MB's just kicking around and whenever we see MB you know backflips and all the rest yeah, are happening it's it's lots of fun speaking of MB I feel like we should you know tell people about the gender it's kind of a big deal okay well I just want to like set the scene set the tone because we're gonna like post some stuff from the day but we actually. Um, went out for dinner with some of Haley's friends and I was just like, I really just want a cake to cut. Like I've seen lots of people doing gender reveals. I just wanted to cut a cake and look at the knife and be like, oh my gosh, it's whatever. And her friend very kindly was like, oh, I know someone that can make a cake. Look, like, do you want me to do it? I can organise it all. And it was so sweet. Like Steph, she's, thank you so um, much. Steph, Throwing it out there. You are I mean, she's kind of she's sort of slowly starting out her own um, uh, events. events and Onyx events. Yeah, oh. Onyx events. So yeah, she's so doing she, that. So she she was uh, the, the, you know the thought of doing an event for us. She was like, "Hell's yeah, I'm keen." Especially because you know her and um, Steph and Nikki are just they're our, some of our closest, closest friends. friends. You know, Nikki's my maid of honor for whenever we finally get married. Yeah. So, but they um they are our closest friends, and Steph was like, "I'm on it. I want to do this." Which was so, so lovely. So lovely. And, and I was just expecting a cake, but she, we, we weren't allowed to enter our parent, the fa- Haley's parents' house for two day. days, two days prior. Oh, t- two days prior, was it? Yeah, because they'd been doing, I was like, are we just not like, just cutting a cake? <laughs> I was like, what are they doing? And it was so cute because you know what was really hard is that Steph, because she, obviously our obstetrician or whoever gets the gender has to then call Steph to tell her the gender. And then I was like, so you, if, you know, she knew for like two weeks. And yeah. I was like, oh, you know, do you guys want to go out for dinner? And Steph's like, I actually cannot see you. Because <laughs> she knew. She's the only wanna, one that knew. She's like, I cannot keep a secret. And if I see you, I'll blurt it out. So I cannot see you for two weeks. <laughs> and I was like, all right. But yeah, it was, so we, yeah, we, she went, you know, and obviously prepared the, the cake and for the day of, it was, you know. It was amazing. And she, so basically we had a cake that I was going to cut and then they had organised one of those balloons for Haley to pop that was going to have like colour streamers in it and she said to me right you're going to cut first and then when you're about to pull it out Haley will pop and the color you'll you'll look at the knife and there'll be crumbs on it and so when we did it I like cut the cake start pulling the knife out and there was no crumbs on the knife so I was just like (laughs) what I can't tell what what and then then Haley had popped the the balloon and finally like some of the streamers like come into my vision of sight and then I realise what we are having. And we're having a little boy. We're having a little dude. Yay. We're so excited. The last peeny inside me for a long time. Oh, you know, never say never. (laughs) (laughs) Babe. You never know. You never know what we might get up to in our old age. Who knows? Oh, good Lord. Start putting keys in the bowl. Who knows? (laughs) Hit us up on the gram. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Um, retracting all of that. Yeah, God, no, it I was think- such a wonderful day. And Steph, oh my goodness, her, she blew us uh, away. We literally day. walked into we'll our home. There post photos, you'll see. Oh it my was gosh, amazing. if you look, focus on Fee's face in the video, you'll see that she's like 
there's like a moment of panic because she realises she can't tell what the gender is and thankfully I've popped the balloon and you just see her face going to it. It's like this delayed reaction. And Hayley gets so much air. Like, Oh, I'm yeah, I jumped so, so high. high. And then I try and get some air and <laughs> – It's like it's one centimetre <laughs> off the ground. It's well. like <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah. It, it was – but it was an amazing day. It was. Um, it, was it was such a special day. We And it, obviously it was a COVID-safe party. It was yeah. 20 people It was max, 20 people. Which yeah. is always bloody hard. Like I hate yeah. having to – you know, limit guest list, but you know, and we well we we had it. The cake was amazing, and we ended up having loads of it left over. Oh yeah, it's, which, it's in our freezer. Which, funnily enough, <laughs> I was reading an article the other day that yeah. I shared with Haley about. Um, what is it? I totally don't know what you're talking about. Where the sympathy? Where you? Oh, like, the sim- yes. This is. I actually. Th- it, well, now that we've heard about it, I'm just gonna go with it. Cool, <laughs> because because I've been gaining weight at a rapid rate but I would can proudly say I haven't gained any weight I've actually lost a gram in two and a half weeks so I was pretty stoked about that yeah you were worried to start with I was quite worried because it was going on really quickly stuff like that to start and also I just could not stop eating because if I stopped eating I would be sick so second trimester is definitely cruising along I'm feeling a lot better yeah first (laughs) but this article I read her was saying that basically partners it was saying husbands but obviously partners in general can get like sympathy pregnancy symptoms which include weight gain and yep. things like that and so I was like babe it all it, makes sense <laughs> not was, that you're gaining weight I was like all. um come again <laughs> what you saying I mean maybe it's like the leftover cake that was there was we had so much cake that our cat fridge freezer I am, is full look, it is frustrating because it was not frustrating I love we eat healthily but I am someone who I love like my portion control and yeah, you know, I'm eating bigger portions, obviously. And I am I'm like, so hungry. And I see her portions, I'm like, oh, that, oh maybe I want more. And so then I do eat more and it's so annoying. So yeah, I probably am. My obstetrician actually said like you shouldn't be eating more than you normally would. And I am like, this little human inside me is making me the most yeah, ravenous. He's hungry. I monster. <laughs> I like the portions I used to eat just don't cut it. Like I will actually wake up at like 3am, 4am, starving with my stomach. Like I'll have to go out and eat half a banana just to like Are you doing get that back in the middle to sleep. Of the night? In early, the middle, or in early, early in the morning. Like early morning, yeah, yeah, sometimes. That's why we now yeah, have hungry. like a whole, we've got about 35 bananas in the basket. Oh, so many bananas. I just, yeah, it's really, it's. He's, yeah, he's and I, we've started doing um, all the click and collect because we are shopping so often <laughs> and we're like – and you're just like too tired to actually go shopping. So, yeah, it all kind of works out now. Yeah, thanks, Woolworths. Yeah, thanks, Woolworths. <laughs> Not that we're being sponsored by them but no. oh, hopefully in the future. Who knows? Who knows? Give us your money. <laughs> what? <laughs> Please, what? <laughs> so we'll take a look at um, the questions everyone asked us, which there were quite a few. We did. Are, we got a really, really good response to that. Love Thank the you, questions. everyone. <laughs> love the questions. Keep them coming. We'll answer them as best as we can. And, you know, and look, whilst this episode is about us, we have, you know, more interviews with other people and we'll just occasionally update you on us, but we don't obviously want to bore you too much. Yeah, we can only talk about ourselves so much. <laughs> oh, I feel like we could for a while. <laughs> Here we are, 30 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we um plenty of questions and um you want to hit off with the first one, you go for it. Sure. So the first one is is your sperm donor known to you or anonymous, local or overseas? So uh we have mentioned pre, pre prior to this in one of the apps about our 
sperm donor. He's anonymous, but we don't really want to go into too much detail about him. But we can say mainly that for privacy reasons. You yeah. actually aren't supposed to, but yeah, um, we do know local, as in Australian born, Australian and yeah. anonymous. Yeah. And male, obviously. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting if we said female? <laughs> Science. Whoa. <laughs> uh, the next question, uh, after being pregnant, what are the steps or precautions one has to take in the following days? Um, I'd actually – did you move much? I feel like you felt like Envy was going to fall out. <laughs> um, I'm guessing they mean after insemination, like after the embryo has been put yeah, in. Yeah, I'm assuming you so. Actually, I actually felt – okay like in funnily enough like it's quite unobtrusive and well it depends the IUI you weren't a fan of that was pretty full-on like you said that was quite painful yeah but the The egg collection knocks you around a bit but after the embryo is put in they say to you like you can go back to work like but but they then say like take it easy yeah during that that two-week wait um, I was quite reluctant to do any sort of exercise, like heavy exercise, like boot camps and stuff like that, just because like during the whole IVF process, they say don't raise your heart rate and your body, All this sorry, kind of stuff. your yeah. core temperature. So I was kind of still going off of that and didn't want to do anything that would remotely harm my chances of falling pregnant. So it wasn't um, until I actually was confirmed that I was pregnant and I was like, okay, I'm, I sort feel like I relaxed a bit and I'm like, you know, I can get back into training. I'm feeling good. Like the days that I felt good, you know, just kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah. There's no real. I don't know. No. You, yeah. You kind of just go through. Like, I mean, look, it's, it depends how it affects you really. I yeah. mean, you I mean, a lot of people get, once they fall, they get sick like straight, straight, away. straight away. Yeah. So I luckily wasn't. I mean, I am now fearing because you've had such a smooth sailing ride. (laughs) When I fall, it's going to be like an absolute nightmare. Oh, and won't we hear about it? Oh, shush. This chick at the gym the other day said she spent almost, like she was in hospital almost weekly for the first like 16 weeks. Like some people just get violently My acupuncturist was like, honey, you are doing so well. He's like, there are women that have to be on bed rest from like a month in. Yeah, we just are because definitely counting our lucky stars yeah, right now. Like, We've done I right. mean, apart from gaining a few kegs because I can't stop eating because <laughs> I'm either hungry or about to be nauseously sick. Like I yeah. – We're doing all right. Doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Tea cruising. Not Tick. too bad. So the next question, are you taking any progesterone supplement? And if so, what are they? Uh, no, this time around, uh, I didn't take any, this time around, I was just instructed to, um, get, we got the Ovidril trigger and I had a small dosage of that prior to the embryo transfer and another dosage, small dosage after the embryo transfer. And the Ovidril is what, um, fluffs up your... It's yeah. the trigger. It's no, the yeah, I know, but I actually I was researching it the other day. I think it like makes your your whatever it is juicy, or it makes it a nice home, or something uh, like that. Well, uh, that's what the progesterone does as well. So I was taking the suppositories last time, and they they, they didn't make work. the lining of your uterus yeah. thicker. But anyway, I didn't take it this time. But which, you're still taking Elevit at the moment. Yeah, so Elevit's just you like just, a, a you just take it the whole way through. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, what so else have we got here? Will you continue the podcast after baby's born? Love them. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. We are, I mean, that's we something. We can chew ears off for days. <laughs> it's something we've been kind of thinking about. You know, we, well, once we wrap up um, this series, we'll obviously there'll be a second series when it's Haley's turn, turn yep. of what the IVF. But in terms of um, we might do like a little spin-off podcast of us attempting parenthood 
Who yeah, knows? I, I mean, know. well, you guys tell us. What do you want? Do you want yeah. us to give us a bit of a? I feel do you like want us to go talk about parent, parenthood? I feel like because this is IVF, we don't want to. Obviously, a lot of people are still trying for yeah. a child, so we don't want to spam you guys with our baby stuff. Yeah. So because I we know, you know, when we were going through our IVF journey, as much as you're so happy for everyone who's falling pregnant and you know has babies, which it, feels like every second person you it, see, in it the can street. be really tough. So you know, everyone out there that is still going through it. Like we completely, we've been there and know that feeling. So yeah. and we're sending you uh, lots of baby dust. We're sending baby the, dust to all of you. All of you. Yeah. And we're hoping that this podcast helps you through your journeys, you yeah. know. Just and there won't be too much of us talking about baby stuff. Baby At the end stuff. of the day, it's called IVF. We're going to be talking to IVF yeah. people, people yeah. on the journeys, people who, experts, you know, all the kinds of people that, you know, can help you guys out there feel a little bit less alone. So, yeah. Uh, so the next question is what did you do differently from one cycle to the next which resulted in MB? I guess for us um, I, and look, we're not experts but I don't know how much of a role it played but I did have a month of happiness yep. in between um, my, my goes and I kind of got myself into – uh, I guess like a re- zen or something like a like really positive headspace you know I was being really kind to myself being you know trying to remove like negative negativity of all sorts and, and I was just doing stress stress yeah. stress is such a an acupuncture I mean that I think had a massive effect role effect on it I think it I mean look we've said it before it is hard to tell someone trying for a baby to try not to stress because yeah. you are permanently thinking about trying to fall pregnant so obviously that in itself is stressful but and the pressure you put on yourself and your body and all that all stuff. that stuff so but taking that month off for you even I could tell was a huge difference yeah. just not thinking about falling pregnant for yeah. a month it was like I don't know it was like a reset yeah you know, we were and just and just being really conscious that entire month of everything I was doing I was like does this make me happy and if it didn't, I was like, well, I'm not going to do it for this month because this is the month of happiness. <laughs> so she didn't do laundry, washing <laughs> up dishes. That, that is it actually not true. It was a busy month for Hayley. Because, dear, taking care of you fills me with absolute joy. Oh, you are so full of, I don't know. <laughs> I am the washing fairy. So oh, that ro- that job never gets filled. Unfortunately, please. if I don't do it, it won't get done. Oh, I'm moving on. Moving on to the next question. Uh, Once you got your big fat positive, how did you control your anxiety until 12 weeks? Um, We didn't. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely – I was anxious the entire time. I still am. Yeah. It's like – like I said before, it's something that you – I don't know. You just have to try and accept it for what it is. Like you can't – everything's out of your control now. Like – and it, always, it kind of always is apart from when they're doing all the science stuff to help make the baby. But when you've fallen, you're just every every week you're like, I hope we're okay. Like, yeah. And you just have to try and remind yourself to try and stay positive and whatever happens, happens. That's just the – But it's tough. There's it a tough. lot – for me there's a lot of sleepless nights. There's a yep. lot of just mulling over like what if, what if. Like it's, it's yep. so hard and, yeah, I just – But, I mean, when it comes to like – 
questions about your body and stuff. You started reading a couple of books like Up the Duff and um, yeah. what was it? What to expect when you're expecting? Yeah, yeah, things like that. Because I know they were that quite, you were they struggling. were quite helpful because you, I was like, well, there's so much going on in my body, and I was wigging out a little bit. I was like, mm. this is happening, and that's how. Like, is this normal? So those books are actually I find quite helpful to just kind of like it takes a little bit of the anxiety out. Yeah, you are, and then you're you reading are it. Out. You're reading it like Up the Duff by Kaz Cook is actually a hilarious one and you're actually reading it and like oh my god this is this is legitimately happening to me right yeah. now and it makes you feel a little bit less of a freak because yeah. some of the stuff that goes on you're like Whew. yeah it's just it's just it takes a little bit of the anxiety out just yeah. knowing what's happening to your body I think well that's yeah. that's what it seemed but um you know what for me as a partner though the anxiety um is definitely there still like I think um I'm forever like telling you don't wear your spanks too much because I feel like you're going to squash Envy. But and I have to for work. Like I have <laughs> I to wear. I literally asked the obstetrician, I was like, now, can she wear spanks? Because I feel like, <laughs> I feel I, like our child is going to come out 2D <laughs> after, after the fact. Well, oh, I get you to the end of the day the and I have spanks. to like take my, because I have, I'm still modeling for clients who I've got to hide my baby bump. And every day, obviously that's proving a little bit more tricky, but um, so I, I employ – I actually have a Nancy Gantz. These ones are quite good. Nancy Gantz. What are they called? Nancy, Nancy Gantz. Two bras and a pair of Nancy Gantz. Mm, you great. are a treat. I am. But, gosh, by the end of the day, I'm ready to take them off. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, anyway, look, anxiety-wise, I think, you know, it's just one of those things. You just got – it's all part of this roller coaster that comes with IVF and yeah. falling pregnant. You just got to ride the waves and don't beat yourself up. Yeah. That's the one thing. Like, you just got to – Embrace the feels, you know, embrace the feels. Okay, so uh, I've got another question. I have been wondering whether to go public or private with IVF. Just about to have my first appointment. This was was a um, one that we actually found we couldn't go public. Yeah, we actually as a same-sex couple needing donor sperm, uh, you there's no – I was – I mean – We went to go through – like we asked a few pe- – like a few I asked clinics, a few clinics and anyone that was um, public, they didn't have access to donor sperm. So um, so they're, they're, t- they're like f- – their focus is f- purely helping yeah. couples fall pregnant, yeah. whereas obviously we need a third yeah. bit of a Which, piece of the puzzle. In my mind is slightly unfair because obviously, you know – um, I think that same-sex couples should have access to the public. If we're if, – look, yeah. if we're incorrect, we thought – well, You know, if we are incorrect, which we might, most likely will be. <laughs> no, I mean we did do our research. If we are incorrect and there are, you know – Clinics um, out there clinics that out do, there, tell please us and let us know. Will, we will shout it from the rooftops. Yeah, and we'll but, also we'll, – we'll tell people because if we don't, yeah. don't know about it, then obviously it's not very well – um, advertised yeah. out there. So if we, if you guys have got clinics that are public and do, yeah. do um, deal with same sex couples, let us know. But from our experience, we couldn't find any that dealt with same sex couples because they didn't have access to donor sperm. So interestingly, um, this week you actually shared it, uh, Janaea, and this is not sponsored. Not <laughs> sponsored. <you. laughs> we wouldn't mind it being sponsored. Give us your money. We have another season coming. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, there was some big news out of Janaea. I shared it on our um, what the IVF page, but they have just announced um, if you have three cycles at Janaea and don't have a baby, they'll be they'll be by your side for another two. Two rounds, that is, at no out-of-pocket cost, which is huge. Which is huge. So, so if, if you, you do three rounds and yeah. you don't fall, they're going to do two with you for free. For free. 
It's Which amazing. Is, I think is amazing because like three, I feel like three goes is what everyone kind of says is like what the, the yeah. odds of falling. It's like the average. The kind average, of, I don't yeah. Know, that's, that's what we've heard. Yeah. But so that was, I just thought that was amazing. I mean, Huge yeah, news. I'm impressed. I think that's really great. Uh, another question, have you picked a name yet? Well, we've picked, We when we first met, we actually both had a name. I think it was probably first date, babe. We bought it up baby names. <laughs> Sounds about right for us. <laughs> um, and we both chose a name and they're kind of like both gender neutral names. Not not yeah. gender neutral but it could just yeah, could be used could on be either. Yeah. Um, so those names are still being kicked around. Um, we will be a little secret. It will be think, secret. I mean we, there was we a share name most I, things on this podcast but I think we're going to keep the names a, a little secret But there was a us. name the other day that I loved but that was – actually taken by one of Haley's friends. So like, damn it. <laughs> no, we it's well, I mean, look, who's to say we can't have two of them, but I think we'll we'll keep moving on. Another question, uh, what is the best advice Haley can give as a supportive partner going through this? Uh best advice is don't argue with a <laughs> woman going through hormones and pregnancy. Full stop. <laughs> don't ever argue with them. It will you, that's a life-saving piece of advice actually. <laughs> no, uh, I think the best piece of advice is um, actually one thing I will say is I am forever telling Fee that she looks absolutely beautiful and I think I – and I'm not – it's not just – I'm not going to believe you when you say it now. <laughs> what are you, no, but I say it because I mean it. Like it's – I say it to re- – I'm sorry. She's just ruined it. What do you mean? I do this because I love you. But, but you're basically saying just say it. Don't necessarily have to mean it. Oh, babe. We're cutting this out. No, this is so good. No, babe. I say it because I love you. This is this is so – like I'm saying I tell you that you're beautiful all the time because I feel like I look at you and I can see that you're struggling with the way your body's changed. You've just totally ruined it. I'm not saying it anymore. That's it. No more compliments for she you. She storms out. <laughs> door slams <laughs> no I but okay. no I know she, I know I, I, I tell know what you, you mean I'm, I'm just, positive I try and tell yeah. you positive things because I can t- yeah. see that you're struggling with the way that yeah. your body's changing and I just think it's but also you have to just listen to the madness yeah oh yeah just listen supportive ear yeah just don't don't question it don't question it just go with it it's there's no point questioning the madness <laughs> just fly along and yeah that's pretty much it really there's not much else I mean I yeah, I just kind of cruise along. And I remember back in the early days, she would go out and like if I had a craving for something. And this is before I was pregnant, so I was having cravings back probably before IVF. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and she would go and like trek to somewhere to get me something random. Yeah, you were very kind. I haven't really had many weird pregnancy cravings though. No, yes you have. You asked for a steak the other day. No, I asked for. Like, I oh, asked you asked for, for a burger. I asked for like meat, which but is not so, steak, but it just wasn't like, steak. Like a like you're like oh, I just really feel like a um like pulled rissole. Yeah, rissole. So that's that's what we had. So we had salad and rissoles, which yeah. I would not normally eat. I was just like, whoa, I am craving meat. Um, okay, how did you decide if the baby would be Faulkner or Willis, and will other children be the same? So this is cute. Haley is so cute, and she very kindly said to me. After she proposed, she's like, and I will happily take your last name, which is just so beautiful. And it actually means so much to my family, in particular my dad, because 
he's got three daughters and and dad's quite like for I don't know he's a Faulkner and I don't know family history is a big deal to him so he was really chuffed when he found out we're having a boy and the Faulkner name will be carried on carried on because yeah. Haley's got a brother so their name the Willis clan still has hope of continuing on <laughs> the Faulkners would gonna like end there well our branch anyway yeah. So, yeah, it really actually well, meant. Well, because your two sisters are married, they've taken their husband's name. Names, so yeah. you're really the last one. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm more than happy to be a Faulkner. I mean, I love my Willis name, but, um, yeah, Lockie can, my brother Lockie can, you know, carry on the Willis name and we can carry on the Faulkner name. So yeah. future bub, will, our be future little Faulkner. dude will be a dude Faulkner. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, so next question, how do you handle other people's ignorance, lack of understanding about fertility? I guess, um, I mean, for me, the lack of understanding, I guess, just about same-sex couples having a baby has been particularly a difficult pill to swallow for me. It's just quite ignorant. Some of the messages I've received on social media, it's like, I don't understand how you can be pregnant. You're both females. Like it's just. I mean, these are baffles me. I would almost how, consider that trolling. Like that's pretty lame. I and I know. I like it, at the end of the day, I ignore it and block it. Like it's it's. I've We've definitely had. There's definitely been a few sort of. Um, you know, like my family is religious, but they've accepted us and you know all that kind of thing. But we've definitely had some interesting messages being like, you know you're going to hell and all this kind of crap. I mean, which look, is fun. In, I'm like, that's awesome. In in fairness, my my dad was, he was like, you know, when we were going, he didn't even ask at the start. It was like after we were like very deep into the fertility treatment and yeah. he was like, so I just, so so where's the where's the sperm coming from? That's a, my that's, dad's like country guy. So he was just kind of a, like. I'm happy to, that yeah. kind of question is an honest you know, genuine yeah. question. The other questions are like, I don't get it. You're two females. Like, how yeah. do you mate? How do you how do you do it? I'm yeah. like, really, mate? Like, we're in the you know 21st yeah. century. Come on, but, but you yeah. know, but I mean, you just kind of take it. On yeah, board. you just have to. I think. Look, I look at us now, and then I look at people who went through IVF as a same sex couple like 20 years ago, where it just wasn't talked about, and even yeah. coming out was a struggle then. And I think we're incredibly blessed and lucky to be where we are now. So, um, I I have mentioned it before, and I'm a big, you know, big on practicing gratitude, and I am grateful to be in the position that we are now. And yeah. when people are ignorant, I just sort of, well, I'm sort of one just to dust it off. It does get frustrating, definitely. You're like, you know, can you just, you know, maybe read about it? Like, I don't know. How do you? It's one of those things. How do you answer someone when they're quite rude and yeah. in your face about it it's one of, i don't know how do you how do you answer it <laughs> well i just kind of yeah i just explain the situation but you know and or or i just if it's come at me rudely i just ignore it but it, it is frustrating it really is but yeah. i guess you know there is a lot of people out there that just aren't aware like with my dad like I had to explain to him and be like so dad you know there's there's men out there that donate sperm and you know it's an anonymous thing and and it's very kind of them to do that and then that gives women like us and and you know other couples that are infertile or single women the opportunity to have a child um it's definitely and the whole practice of like you know finding out about how these the the donors do like why the reasons why behind it it's definitely made me think through this process that I will probably end up donating my eggs um, at some point because I would love to be able to help a family out there. So, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's one of those things like, you know, 
and you explain you have these conversations and yeah. it's such a yeah it's such an educate educating journey for us yeah. and hopefully other people but yeah those questions can be a bit tough when they when they come yeah. at you and especially the ones that are in your face you're like oh, all right let's just pedal back and take a back step before yeah. i punch you <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding no uh one more question for today and then we'll wrap this this up because i I don't want to bore you guys too much, but and the last I'm probably going to fall asleep because that is my no- new it normal. Is, yeah, it's I can't keep my eyes it's open. Past six thirty p.m., it's definitely your bedtime. <laughs> I'm normally in bed by now. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are. Uh, last question: uh, Will you keep interviewing people who have struggled to get pregnant? The struggle is real, and the answer is absolutely. Absolutely. The, the whole point of this podcast is to help you guys out there feel a little bit less alone on your journey, and just know that there are others going on this journey like us, and we um, are definitely yeah. Actually, next week's episode after this episode is a cracker. We speak to an incredible woman who's been through 19 rounds of IVF. So that will be – it's it's such an interesting chat. It is just – she is amazing it'll blow you away she's awesome so yeah thanks so much for for listening to us i hope we haven't chewed your ear off too much today that's our update and i hope you've enjoyed another episode of what the ivf thanks guys 